Think back to the last time you were in school and think about a big test that was coming up and how you studied for that test. For me, I am I'm really good at cramming and studying right before the test and then passing the test with flying colors and then not remembering a thing I studied a week later or even a day later for that matter. The second that I'm done with it, I dump it. And you want to know why? It's because during sleep, our REM cycle, during that sleep, that our working memory, working memory is, is what you have and it only holds so much information, um, is going to send something from you know into that long-term memory. And so when you're cramming for a test, you're you're loading up on that that whole working memory. And it's full. It's full. And so when you go to sleep, what happens is your brain takes your information to the dump. Basically dumps anything that's not significant or important. So it or what it deems significant and important. So for example, when I go into the restaurant today at lunch and having lunch and I notice that this woman's wearing a beautiful outfit and then I go sit down and then I have a conversation and go to bed tonight, I am not going to remember that beautiful outfit because my brain will know that that's not really important. It's not something I need to put into my long-term memory. However, it will say, wow, Becky, you taught a class today and one of the concepts you taught was on spacing your information out over time and that's going to be archived for future reference. So today we're looking at how do I space my training so that when I go to sleep at night, my brain holds on to what was important and doesn't take it to the trash. Because sometimes we study and at night when we go to sleep, it dumps out what we thought we wanted to retain for the long term. So spacing's the idea that learning occurs over time and there's lots of research out there one such study was done on long-term memory, sleep, and the spacing effect. Uh, I'll put a couple of links down below. Optimizing learning using flashcards. Spacing is more effective than cramming. There are just tons of research out there on spacing. But the idea is that it's over time. And if you only have a one-hour segment with people, how are you going to impact your learners after that class is done so that recall can be greater later on? One study showed 72% of students felt they learn more when cramming. So let's do a one-hour class. Let's get it done. Let's shove it all in there. Only 10% um, did equally well or better on tests with cramming or with space studying, while 90% did better with the actual spaced review. So people thought they were going to do better with cramming, but they, they don't. And the, the funny thing is, I've read so many different research articles where the same idea is true. The hypothesis is... We're going to learn more and it's going to be better if I just get it all in versus if I learn it over time. And so we want to make sure that we create examples, create ways for that learning to be spaced, even within the one-day session that we're doing. So, for example, instead of teaching everything I know on objective writing in one hour, I might re, you know, teach uh, a segment of it and have them apply it. And then later on in the afternoon, I'm going to have them look at their neighbor's objective that they wrote and uh, see if they can kick it up a notch. And then later in the day, I'm going to touch on that again. So although I only have one day, I'm going to space that out and revisit it throughout our time. That's why revisiting is so important to actual long-term transfer of information. Um, another 
you know, a method of spacing is obviously during rest. So if you can have a class happen, uh, for instance, on a Monday, Tuesday, and then the following Monday, Tuesday, there's a lot of rest and sleep that happens in between there, hopefully. And that's going to help their brains to forget the minutia, forget the irre irrelevant information. And it's going to allow for their brains to bake on what's important for a while. And so really look for those elements, those opportunities to space out the class when it makes sense. Uh, if you want to learn more about this, it's in my book, Creative Training, a Train the Trainer Field Guide. And you can click on the link below for pre-orders until it comes out in May. And once it's out, then you can go ahead and just order it. And would love for you to learn more because it really will help to have you create the best training possible, the best teaching environment possible for you and how to kind of touch base with your learners thereafter. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.